Welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country, or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for their next vacation. I'll be giving you actionable value to help you with mindset, training, and nutrition to help you transform your life. Disclaimer, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Not because I want to be mean, but because I generally respect you. Also, I'm a meathead. So if you tune in and decide to give me the time out of your life that you know you'll never get back, the very least I can do for you is keep it a stack. Expect to be educated, motivated, and inspired. And get ready to laugh over some light-hearted banter. Now that that's out the way, let's chat with IFBB Pro Matt Butale. Get ready, meatheads. Time to dive in. Yo, what's good, Meatheads? Hope you're having an amazing day, and welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. It's your returning champion, IFBB Pro Matt Butale, and today I'm going to be coming at you with another topic. Today I'll be doing a sort of Mythbusters episode on test boosters and HGH products and if they work or not. And if, you, if you're not Canadian or you're just uncultured and you don't know what Mythbusters are, Mythbusters, it was a group basically, basically of two scientists that would prove or disprove myths that were you know just common in society like cars blowing up if they fall off of cliffs things like that all right so that's just a little throwback there but if you don't know what a myth buster is now you know all right so again we'll be talking about if test boosters and or hgh products uh not products but supplements that claim to boost your hgh production um or your testosterone production if they actually work or not all right so this one's going to be juicy this one's going to be juicy pun intended <laughs> All right, so let's break it down. Do test boosters or HGH supplements work? Well, sit back and just think of this for a second. If okay, let's let's analyze what testosterone is first. Okay, testosterone, the male hormone. It's responsible for me, uh, men's puberty. It's responsible for you know men getting facial hair, their voice dropping, their muscle uh, mass increasing, their bone density increasing, um, so many other things that are like you need them in order to function as a healthy man and even as a woman too there is a slight amount of testosterone of course nowhere near as much as a man and their dominant hormone would be estrogen right to reflect their femininity but testosterone guys and girls is the we'll say bread and butter of literally becoming a man or like beat or the, the physical what makes you physically manifest manhood is testosterone so where do we get testosterone? Well, our bodies produce it, but whether you're a man or a woman, your body produces it, right? It just produces it uh, in more concentrations and higher concentrations as a man, or at least you should be if you're a healthy man, because it's not like that for everybody. And then uh, for the woman, it will uh, still be produced as well, but just not to the same scale. Okay, so now that we understand what testosterone is, the male hormone that makes men men, and actually you can leverage it to you know pack on muscle too as well. Even if you're a female, you could... Not recommending it, you know, quote unquote supplement or actually inject exogenous sources of testosterone to boost your muscle mass, both for men and women. Of course, for women, there are a lot more negative uh, consequences consequences due to the androgenic effects of testosterone. Androgenic just means like male hormone like effect. So like you know, the women get the bigger jawline, the deeper voices, they get the facial hair, their bone structure might change, um, and pretty much anything that is done with the reproductive reproductive system throughout that that time period is for the most part for from what i was able to read um irreversible right so most women become infertile or sterile after they you know supplement or i don't want to say supplement or use that word lightly but after they inject and continuously inject 
copious amounts of exogenous hormones, mainly testosterone, over a long period of time. And this is also something that affects men. Don't think it just affects women just because they take the hormone that you know is, is made for men. Even when men take high amounts of testosterone, they get negative uh, side effects that are related to the androgynous properties and so many other things regarding testosterone and maybe the other compounds that they're um, injecting in themselves anyway. So let's, let's break this down. If we know that testosterone is a hormone, and we know that if you uh, use hormones um, to compete or to, you know, p- perform at any sh- in any show, tournament, whatever it is, that it could be viewed as illegal by the Drug Administration, okay? So if it's something that is viewed as illegal by the Drug Administration, you know, supplementing with, with testosterone and exogenous hormones, then what makes you think in your right mind that they will have a product that claims to boost your natural testosterone or that claims to do something, anything at all with your testosterone hormone production as a man or as a woman, and that that product is actually sitting on the shelf of Walmart. Like, ask yourself, like, the fact that they could be sold at Walmart, these test boosters, is an answer in and of itself. Does that make sense? If that makes sense, just just nod your head. If it doesn't make sense to you, Replay what I just said for the last four minutes, okay? <laughs> Ask yourself, would you expect to see a prescription Adderall sitting on the shelves at Walmart? Like, you know it's a drug. You know it's prescription, just like, you know, testosterone technically would be prescription if it was prescribed legally, which is very hard to get for most people. But it's a prescription drug. You could call it that as well, right? And imagine if you saw prescription drugs on the shelf. Like, does that make sense to you? Well, no, and you're right if it doesn't make sense to you. And the the fact that it doesn't make sense is one of the many things that, you know, when I thought about it, when I looked at it for the first time, way before I even knew, you know, what I knew now about or what I know now about, you know, testosterone, I was I just looked at it. I'm like, well, if test is what they use to like, quote unquote, cheat or test is what they use to, you know, pack on ridiculous amounts of muscle and it's, it's a steroid. How could I see a steroid? in pretty much arm's reach from a toddler or from an 11 year old that could just go to Walmart and buy this thing or grab it and steal it off the shelf. Right. So the same thing with Adderall, I thought I'm like, well, Adderall's prescription. Imagine if I saw a bunch of Adderall sitting on the shelf at Walmart or a bunch of Oxycontin sitting at the, the shelf or morphine sitting at the shelf, you know, or heroin sitting at the shelf of, of a Walmart. So these actual fucking drugs, hard drugs or prescription drugs, of course, I went a little bit too far, but these solid fucking drugs, don't sit on the shelves of Walmart. These drugs that, of course, we know work and have well-known side effects will never sit at the shelf of a Walmart. Ever. Okay? And if you don't know, now you know. All right? So if we can understand that, then why would you expect to see a hormone-boosting product on the shelf? Like, if we can understand that, you know, prescriptions or hormone boosting, anything relating to hormones, you know, that's like a fucking drug. Like, if it's actually legitimate, you know, it's a real drug then how could we expect to see that on the shelves of our Walmarts, of our Shoppers Drug Marts, or wherever we shop for our supplements? Again, guys and girls, testosterone is a hormone. And to claim a product controls or increases a hormone would literally make it a steroid. I mean, even if it's like you're not directly injecting it, um, or it's not the supplement, or the we'll say if, if the steroid itself... Okay, isn't like a steroid itself. It is confusing as confusing as that sounds. It's like, how do I break this down for you? It's like, if you take something 
and it changes the way your hormones produce something or the it changes the way that your hormones operate that's a steroid like is is like a base definition or if, like if i boil it down to get as simple as possible i would classify something like that as if i took that i wouldn't be natural and i'm a natural bodybuilder currently and i've always been but if i took something that claim to increase or alter my hormones, whether I'm taking a hormone exogenously, a steroid, or I'm taking a product that is said to manipulate my my hormones, like SARMs, or not necessarily that it manipulates your hormones, it's androgen receptors, but we're not going to talk about that today. But if I take something and my hormones are now affected because of the thing that I'm taking, I view that as a not natural substance. I view that as something that you shouldn't be able to get on the shelf, right? And if you shouldn't see those things on the shelf. If you shouldn't see prescriptions on the shelf, you shouldn't see steroids. It's simple as that. And it's not your fault that you might think that these products, these test boosters or these HGH products that, you know, are being marketed to you. It's not your fault that they think that you think they work. It's it's the way they've been marketed. And let's just be honest, like you might not know that much. I've been at that position too. I've been in that point where like I just didn't fucking know. You know what I mean? So if it says test booster, well, I'm just going to assume that it's going to boost my test. And I never really gave it a second thought. Well, fuck, like this might be a whole bunch of like placebo. This might be a whole bunch of shit. There's nothing in here that's actually going to quote unquote work. And even if I must question myself, what am I taking this hormone altering, hormone boosting supplement for? Right. If it like now let's really break it down. Let's get down into the insides of your mind so guys and girls mainly guys specifically you fucking meatheads testosterone sarms any of these products okay like okay testosterone sarms they work and there are other steroids that we're not going to get into but you know just for time's sake and to be very simple and so you can understand and uh digest this but if guys and girls you're already considering you know what a potential hormone change might benefit you know, how it might benefit your body or your, your gains or your fitness journey, then really take a step back and like, look at what you're doing and why you're doing it. Okay. So what is it that you want to do? Well, you want to take something that's going to alter your hormones. Why? Why? Because it may make it so that your effort has a higher return, right? So like, that's the whole, the whole deal here with, if you have more testosterone as a guy, again, this is the whole deal, right? If you have more testosterone as a guy, you can spend the same amount of time in the gym but you'll be able to make more gains. You can spend the same amount of time in the gym, but you'll be able to recover in a less uh, in, in less time, right? And, oh, well, let's not forget the fact that there's the rumor that people have that, oh, well, if I'm on gear and I'm, you know, super jacked, I can just eat whatever the fuck I want, whatever the fuck I want, and not really worry about my insides and my, my gut health and things of that sort, which is absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong. It's actually more dangerous to eat that way when you're on uh, steroids and things like that. Um, but that's, that's the thing. Let's, let's break it down in your mind. Like, why do you want this quote unquote boost, this hack, this, in a sense, cheat, this shortcut to get to where you want to go. And the answer to that, whether you want to admit it or not, is that you're not willing, you either don't believe that it's possible for yourself to get results. Like, let's get that out the way. You you don't believe that it's possible for you naturally to capitalize on your nutrition to to make the most out of your training and to get results that you actually want you may not believe that it's possible for you also or also or depending on whoever you are maybe even both right you just want that boost you don't want to fucking spend the time the hours the years in the gym so you want to 
you want you would like to hop on steroids but you don't want the side effects that steroids could give you so you want something that's going to give you the, the the effects or close to the effects of steroids but little to zero if not zero side effects altogether which is why a test booster even fucking looks appealing to you does that make sense let that sit there with you it only looks appealing because you wouldn't you you want steroids but you're too afraid to take them period because otherwise, what's the intention of, of having a test booster? If you want to assume that it's going to, you know, give you similar effects of having exogenous testosterone injected into you, that's probably why you did it or why you are looking for a, a supplement or a anything to fill the void of you not taking steroids. Okay, like, let's break it down. Like, that's the real reason why this shit even caught your eye in the first place. Okay, but I'm here to tell you, as a natural bodybuilder and as a natural IFBB pro, a natural IFBB pro, guys and girls, of course, genetics are on my side. That's something I'll never discount. But I'll also never discount the fact that it is possible if you're just fucking like crazy enough. Like, and this is not something that I, I expect you even listening to this to understand, but I'm still going to say it because it's true and it's what I believe to be true. If you look at those people, that if you know you have some role models they, they inspire you they have like this super fucking shredded physique super muscular super proportionate whatever it is great skin all that they inspire you and you want to look like them let me just break it down for you you would have had to have been training from at least the age of 10 and you would have never had to like you could have never been obese throughout your whole entire life maybe at least like once as a kid but you would have had to have been training your entire life, being active your entire life, growing into your, you know, through puberty, through the gym and everything like that and being consistent throughout your entire life. Because that's how I did it naturally. I'm not going to sit here at 24 years old and sit here and tell you, you know, the dude that's listening to this or the girl that's listening to this on the other end that like, hey, if you just really wanted it from now, you could drop all your old fucking uh, habits and all that stuff and, you know, wire it down. And maybe in like 10, 15 years, you could turn pro or you could like be lean like me naturally. Right. It's not true. And if it is, then it's true for like 0.01% of people. But the, the whole point is you will never look like that person. that super sh like shredded. And I know Photoshop exists and things like that. You know what I mean? Like I know people can edit photos, but for the most part, those people do look like, fucking gods right and to look like that to be like that to have anything that sort of resembles that level of just sheer fucking muscularity um proportion conditioning you would have had to have been training prepubescent if you want to do that naturally and let's even push it a little bit farther even if you take steroids it, it would i would recommend it would have been more worth it if you were active from 10 years old through the rest of your life so it's not worth banking on a steroid. It's not worth banking on a, a, a training program or a coach or whatever to to give you or to, to egg on this dream that you could actually achieve Mr. Olympia status or IFBB pro status because it's just not possible for 99.9999% of people that don't that weren't training from the age of like 10, 12, 13, like growing up, like training their whole life, never was fat, always was shredded, always had muscle, was known as the jack kid at school. Okay, like I hope that drives into your brain because otherwise you're going to continue to think that steroids is the one thing that you need in order to get you that godly physique that you 
you know, you've been dying for, you've been dreaming about, you've been seeing ever since that you've never had because you've always been the fat kid because you've always been, you know, out of shape. You've never trained until like you hit your 20s or even 30s or 40s, right? So, and you've never eaten correctly or at least maintained a lean six pack, right? So like if, if, if those are the things that you on the other end listening to this podcast have experienced or are currently experiencing, please, with all due respect, get this into your head. I'm not saying that it's not possible for you to change. That's the, that's the, not even the last thing I would say. I would never say that because it is possible for you to change. Okay. But instead of aiming for that level of just fucking ridiculous Hollywood, IFBB, Mr. Olympia, Mr. Around the World, everything level, the fucking God level, whatever you want to call that Instagram level, whatever the fuck, right? Instead of aiming for that, aim for literally half of that. And this is something that I've heard from a fellow Canadian and a fellow IFBB pro. Greg Doucette is very, 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 I don't agree with him on everything, but, you know, for the most part, he's, you know, he, it's not even really his opinion. He just, like, recites um, scientific literature, and he, he, stay, he tries to stay consistent with that. And it's, you know, it's really, really good information. Greg Doucette on YouTube, if you haven't checked that out yet, he's really, really good. And I always, uh, you know, I like to check out his videos for his perspectives, not his gossip videos, but, like, his actual educational videos. But, again, guys and girls. Aim for, and that's one thing that I'll, I'll give him credit where credit is due. He said that, and I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, th- it should be that way. I'm, I'm surprised people never assumed that it was that way. That if they are overweight, if they're fat, if they are way out of shape and they're older, that they should aim for 50% of their dream body and not 100% of it. Because trying to go for that 100% and like just being a, that's like a brand new person. That's a person that never had the habits that you've had. But you've had those habits, which is why you got to the position that you're in. And every cell of you, regardless of how much you change it, will still be your cells. It will, it'll still be your DNA. And your bad habits that were ingrained, even though you can get rid of them in the future, they created you, your tolerance, your ability to digest, your your uh, so many things, just your tolerance, everything about it. Okay, Everything about you, down to your cells, was created by you. And unless you were one of those people that trained from age 10, 12, 13, all the way through high school, and you were known as the jack kid, and you were super shredded, and all that stuff, unless you were that person aiming to get, like, a professional bodybuilding physique, with or without steroids, is just maybe an amateur level, but a professional level, it's it's those cells that you have in you right now would have had to have been different, and the only way to change that is to go back in time, which we can't do, so aim for 50%, guys and girls, and that's something that um, I'm going to shout him out again. A fellow IFPB pro Canadian, Greg Doucette, said, I like that he said that. Okay, aim for 50% of your dream body because, again, first of all, we never stop. Once we get to 50%, guys and girls, it's never like, okay, I'm here now. Let me just, like, stop training. Like, no. Who, nobody does that. And if you do that, then that's, that's why you're probably listening to this or why you're never going to get to where you're going to go. But, guys and girls, if, okay, if you are able to understand what I just said about your own potential and like humbly accept it and like be okay with the fact that you're not going to be Mr. Olympia. If, if you know, that's one of your goals or, you know, you want to look like a movie star or whatever it is, that's one of your goals. If you can understand that you will never be 100% that and that you can be 50% that and, you know, continue to strive to working towards improving that, then needing or thinking about needing steroids will be eradicated And then down the line, thinking of needing a test booster will be eradicated or an HGH 
a supplement that claims to, to boost your HGH. And the reason why it'll you will think about it less is because deep down you know all those people or most of those people that you aspire to be like have taken or are currently taking you know steroids, right? So that will make you think, okay, well, if I want to achieve uh, this dream body, then I'm going to have to do what these guys with the dream body ha uh, are doing, right? And you don't want to do that. You've got a family. Maybe you don't. Maybe you just got a life that you actually fucking value and you don't want to take steroids like me, right? And that's fine. That's perfectly fine. That's okay. But then there's the dilemma of, okay, well, I want to look like this guy really badly or I want to look like this girl really badly. They take steroids, but I don't want to. Let me take a test booster because I want to boost my test and that's what's going to be this. It's not going to fix shit. It's not going to do anything for you. Matter of fact, if you get the test booster supplement and you flip it around, or the HGH supplement, and you flip it around, and you read the back, the ingredients, what you're going to find is, and I swear to God, take a picture of this, send this to me in the DM, if you see this, so that you, so that I know you check this out, and so that I know you're not just listening to this to listen. But read the ingredients on the back, even if you can't pronounce them. Most of them are all other forms of supplements that you can get exogenously, right? Like citrulline, like leucine, like valine. Okay, some maybe even some green tea extract. When you look at the back of them, this test booster pill or test booster powder is going to be a matrix or a combination of other supplements that you could buy separately and upscale for their own benefits. Because the, again, those supplements do have benefits. But do they directly affect your test boosting production? Fuck no. And I don't know of any letter, literature that supports that. Right. But what I do know is that if I'm taking creatine, if I'm taking citrulline, if I'm taking, you know, leucine, if I'm taking all these other exogenous supplements at a higher dose than what is often microscaled in that tiny fucking test booster product, I'll get more benefits than that test. I'll get more of the test boosting benefits than that test boosting product could offer me because I'm able to get all the other ingredients that are inside it at a higher scale and I'm able to, you know, increase the dose and in, in that theory, get more of a bang for my buck or more of a benefit from the same supplements that are in that quote unquote test booster. And the reason why I actually hate even referring to it as a test booster is because it's not. It's just another form of a BCA in my mind, BCAA, just some amino acids that are thrown into a fucking pill with a fancy name. EAAs are the way to go. Get your essentials, especially for vegan, vegetarian, get them right. You need them to complete your proteins, Right. You need them to complete your proteins. If you are eating 200 grams of protein every day as a vegetarian or vegan, and you know you, you know you notice you're not really putting on much tissue, or just in general, for whatever amount of protein that you're eating as a vegan or vegetarian, you're not actually getting 100% the full scope of completed proteins simply because vegetables don't have the full spectrum of amino acids. So you're going to have to supplement with essential amino acids to get 100% and 200 out of 200 grams, for example, out of the protein that you're consuming per day. All right. So again, just to wrap this up really quickly before I get into some of the comments here on the live stream, um, you it's not your fault. Okay. You've been not lied to, but they've done a really good job at marketing um, and capitalizing on your, your self-doubt and, you know, what you might want to do, you know, the, the reflecting to might want to take steroids because other people and the way they look, things of that sort, um, they, they marketed the fuck out of that and they got you. All right. But again, you didn't know any better and that's okay, but I'm here to tell you it's a waste of money. All right. And it's not going to boost your testosterone if you take this supplement, right? 
It's a mixture of other supplements that will help in the gym. However, these supplements can be bought separately and dosed in a more beneficial way so you can get more, more out of them, like just get more benefits out of them, right? And this will only work if you're eating responsibly and training consistently, which in the end will boost your testosterone as a man if you haven't been physically active for years. Again, guys and girls, the best motherfucking steroid on this planet is eating clean 80% of the time, training with 90% effort 100% of the time. I'm going to repeat that again. The best fucking steroid on planet Earth is eating clean 80% of the time, training with 90% effort, and being 100% consistent. Supplements can help a small amount, but the foundation of your daily lifestyle is the real sauce. Does that make sense? That's it. That's all. If you like this episode, share it out with a friend. I hope I was able to deliver a valuable experience to you guys and girls today. Don't forget to screenshot and share this podcast out on whatever social media platform you're watching this on or listening to this too. We are on Apple's uh, podcast, Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Facebook, YouTube, we got it all. All right, let's embrace your inner meathead together. It's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. I got Phoebe Pro Maputale signing out. Boom. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country, or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for their next vacation. Don't forget to implement at least one thing from this podcast. Remember, information without implementation is just fucking noise. I provide actionable value for a reason. Take full advantage of it. If you laughed, cried, got any value, motivation, or inspiration from this podcast, share it out to one friend who you know will enjoy it too. Shameless plug, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Matt Butale, if you want to know this meathead on a more personal level. Heads up, it's not safe for work and it can get explicit. Viewer's discretion is advised, but I promise you will still laugh, learn, and get value. Also, if you want to lose 25 pounds and become a part of the Natural Nomad Academy and join the meathead community, feel free to DM me and I'll see if you'll be a good fit. Let's embrace your inner meathead, all right? It's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. Natural Nomad Academy head coach and natural IFBB pro Matt Butale signing out.